0: Yes.
1: Listen. Hello, and welcome to NVC IGN's Nintendo podcast. Today, a ton of new games were just announced during the Indie World Showcase, and IGN just announced our Game of the Year for Nintendo and overall. And today, I'm joined by Brian Altano. Brap, brap. Pear Schneider. The jingle is back. And Tom Marks. Hello. And I'm your host, Casey DeFritis. So, let's start it off with Game of the Year. Okay. Just to get the big... The big I guess it's not really an elephant in the room. I mean, we talked about this a lot before. (laughs) But, Tom, what were the nominees for the Nintendo Game of the Year?
2: For Nintendo Game of the Year, the nominees were Fire Emblem Three Houses, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Luigi's Mansion 3, Super Mario Maker 2... And the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. What? A, that's a pretty good year. That's, that's a great that's year. A that's a really really heck of a first-party lineup too. <laughs> yeah. I went back and looked at our list from last year, from 2018, and it was still a really good year, right? But like the first-party titles were—it
1: was, it was basically just Pokemon and Smash,
2: pretty and, much.
0: And comparatively to Xbox and PlayStation, there's really, really strong showing from Nintendo. Nintendo yeah. killed yeah. it this yeah. year. Three nice. of those, three good of those job, games. Nintendo.
2: Yeah, three of those games were in our overall Game of the Year nominees as. Yeah well whereas there were no there were no uh playstation 4 or xbox one exclusives in our nominees for oh, wow. game of the year overall
3: if this is like essentially the middle of the switch's life cycle then it's Pretty much kick and butt. Yeah. yeah, like it's that's a that's a nice center point. Well, for we, we're
0: in like year that. three. If the life cycle of this machine is more like the
3: handhelds, like DS and Game Boy, it'll be way longer. Yes, mm-hmm. the midpoint is like in ten years or something. Yeah, oh, but then that's towards the last seven to ten years. That's when they send out the yep. Kirby's and the Mario and Luigi's. Gabby. Yeah, inside, nice. inside Bowsers or whatever. Well, so what do you... Are we going to tell people what won?
0: Yeah,
1: we're going to tell everyone what won. So we discussed this extensively on a previous show. Brian, I don't think you were there because I think you might have had a different opinion. What? But I think most of us settled on Fire Emblem Three Houses probably being our pick. For In Nintendo your Game face, the Brian Year. Altano.
0: And whatever. that
1: is the one that won. So IGN has crowned Fire Emblem Three Houses as Nintendo Game of the Year and... It also won in People's Choice Awards for Nintendo Switch game as well, Unanimous, 34% yeah. of the vote uh, choosing Fire Emblem 3. Look houses.
0: at that, totally in tune with our community. I, I think, I mean, honestly, Luigi's Mansion, Link's Awakening, Pokemon, Mario Maker, they're all really good game. Like, if I had to score them, they for me, they're all 8 point five to nine point five range game Mm -hmm. and then
2: we also you know a couple we saw when we put out our nominations we saw a couple people being like well where's astral chain we only do five nominees and i think if you ask around the office probably astral Chain would be number six in that list right 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 right. uh it was nintendo just had a really really good exclusive year even you know i didn't give it a Huge, glowing, explosive review, but like even Yoshi's Crafted World was like oh, yeah. a fun game. It was a that good was this game year this too.
1: year. I think mm-hmm. there's something like fourteen Switch exclusives this year. Oh man, it's crazy. Yeah, I just I just talked about it. This is what
0: happens when you don't support two systems at the same time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, this
2: I was you put it that way. Yeah. I
3: I think that if you look at or listen to nvc episodes from a year ago there was probably in the same way we're looking at 2020 right now there was hopefulness but also like a little bit of maybe paranoia or skepticism about how the year would roll out a year without like a big flagship 3d zelda or a big 3d mario game uh ultimately gave a lot of room to move around in for some of the i was slightly smaller ips in their stable and i'm, I'm pretty happy about that um, Fire Emblem's like not really my thing but I think it's absolutely deserving to win uh, Link's Awakening obviously for me is my favorite Nintendo exclusive this yeah. year but that's it's impossible to separate Oops. me from nostalgia yeah, on that one <laughs> I feel
0: like I mean the thing for me that I love about Fire Emblem is that Zack was such a kind of like he said oh, i'll check it out but i'm not going to play it much and then he ended up completely getting lost in that game yeah, loving it and which is to really me cool. that, that just shows that fire emblem's taken another step from being what, what really used to be this niche turn-based strategy game to be something much much bigger and i think we'll see at the end of the year i think the sales are going to Be really, really impressive for that title. And I'm just hopeful that this franchise will continue and continue to kind of experiment. Like, this was a step in the right direction. Splitting the game into multiple copies that you had to buy like Pokemon was not a step in the right direction. Right. As nice as it was to get that many games, like there's just so much
3: in... In three houses. You can Mm -hmm. play it again
0: and get a different
3: story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, Zach's story with this game is sort of symbolic of the larger story that's happening with a lot of people with Switch. Yeah. Um, You have lapsed gamers. You have new gamers. And you have people that maybe never would have bought one of these things before are going in and connecting with these franchises for the first time. And that's really awesome.
0: And I think that was the hope with a game like Mario and Rabbits too, right? Yeah. That's a turn-based strategy game. And I think Ubisoft was hoping that more people would pick it up with you know the mario franchise sadly you know it didn't get quite that huge mainstream success and that was a really good game
3: too it did pretty well yeah yeah that that sold that's i think that's the that or at least for a while was the best-selling third-party switch game yeah
1: maybe we'll get a second one next year but.
3: I still want a Mario hey. RPG in that engine.
2: Yeah. Also, shout they're out great. to uh, our best platformer of 2019, Super Mario Maker 2. Oh, hey. yeah. So that also won another major award from us. I feel like best platformer
0: should just be sponsored by Nintendo at this point. Like that category <laughs> brought to you by Nintendo because they are they're kind of impossible to unseat in that category. Despite some really good indie games coming out now in the platformer category, mm-hmm. they still kind of own
3: it. So Super Mario Maker is just ridiculous. Yeah. The amount of stuff you can do with this. It was also cool that like, just as we were having these conversations about Game of the Year to have an excuse to revisit that game and get a Master Sword, which I did over the weekend.
0: (laughs) So we should mention, though, the overall winner.
1: The overall winner was Control. Woo! From
3: Sam
0: Lake and and friends. Mm -hmm.
1: Remedy. And I know this was a game that Janet really like and ch- yep. championed and but our people's choice award was to death stranding yep which was a very divisive title here in the office um it was one of those games that i actually haven't been able to put that much time into it i play like three hours and i feel yeah. like i did not get into the even the meat of what that game is. Yeah. I
0: dig it. It's sci-fi Animal Crossing. They make okay. it, you do chores <laughs> and carrying around packages. I I like it. It's it's kind of kooky, but I I will admit that I can see a lot of people being put off by the game and how repetitive it becomes after a while. But like I think that's really cool. Um, I I forgot what the final tally was, but way over fifty thousand people voted, um, for their um game of the year in the in the Readers' Choice Awards, uh, and. Uh, you know like uh, some years a nintendo game will win both readers choice and our editorial pick across mm-hmm. platforms but this year you know the uh, while we had multiple nominees fire emblem didn't quite make it into the into the top spot.
3: It was, um, I mean, th- I think we knew a few months ago, at least, even probably halfway through the year, that this was going to be a really interesting yeah. year, especially for Game of the Year stuff, because the way it kind of shook out was that there was a couple of front runners, but then a bunch of games that were also immensely popular and tied with a sort of you know third place voting area. The yeah. Resident
1: Evil Two remake was very very close. Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: it
1: was a very close runner up, and on, I think it's just there weren't very many standout like masterpiece games this year like there were last year like god of war and um red dead came out in the same year and those
0: were that level of polish like fallen order was really Mm -hmm. good but it's also rough around the edges yeah like (laughs) performance issues and bugs and same with thanks awakening here's a
2: good example and obviously reviews are an individual's opinion but last year in 2018 we gave three tens and in 2019 we and the year's not done but haven't given any Right, so that's I, I think a really good example. That said, we gave like at least half a dozen, I think, more games in nine five, right? Mm-hmm. Like this has a this was exactly what you said, right? It was a really good year of just great games, really good games across the board, but nothing that really just blew the roof off and stood out to everyone.
3: Right, right, yeah. When I I tweeted out my like favorite games this year list, and I was kind of sort of taken aback at. the the variety not only in genre but in Mm -hmm. scale Mm -hmm. like some of these games were incredibly tiny little indie games and others were massive triple a action platforming games and stuff like that and it's really cool to see that and then some VR games in there too it's really cool to see just a mix of all that stuff this year
0: It'll yep. be interesting next year, you know, like, like the kind of game of the year award darlings, like Nintendo's Mario or Zelda team were absent as were Rockstar and, you know, Naughty Dog and stuff. So it's going to be interesting next year
3: with the new consoles and a new Halo and the last of us and. We'll see what we get from Nintendo. Well, with new consoles, you always see uh, teams are sort of like figuring stuff out. Mm-hmm. And there's that sort of like those hiccups that happen around launch. But Nintendo's going to be really in the thick of solidifying the Switch as one of the best yep. platforms ever made. But we're also going to get like their flagship title next year for as we know right now is Animal Crossing, which has hist- historically never really won Game of the Year. Sort of like death straining, and then it's a pretty divisive game. It's a strand, strand genre game. It is, it is the original strand (laughs) genre game, and I love it. Mm -hmm. I love Animal Mm -hmm. Crossing. So, I'm really excited for next
2: year. Oh, that hurt me. That hurt me to hear.
1: (laughs) I do want to give one shout out to our best strategy of the um winner, which is Slay the Spire. Yay! Which, uh,
2: that's why I I, I could tell
3: something was up. You're like,
1: (laughs) I get to say the Slay the Spire, I get to say one of my favorite game names. Um,
3: John Borba, who uh, is on our video team here, is in the corner running control on the show and also fist pumping at the Mm -hmm. (laughs) phrase slay the spire Spire.
2: yes (laughs) well the the strategy category strategy slash tactics was the category this year and it was kind of stacked with nintendo or games that were on switch or uh, shined on switch a little bit because it was uh slay the spire total war three kingdoms was a pc exclusive and then uh three houses steam world quest and war Group. (laughs) war Group, yeah Wargroove launched at the same time on a couple spots, but Steam Quest was initially a Switch exclusive, at least to start. Um, and Three Houses, of course, is Three Houses. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a really good strategy year for, for the Switch. Yeah, I think it's, yeah.
3: that's a, Fantastic platformer for stuff like that. I mean a platform for stuff like that. I, I like I, some of my fondest memories of strategy games were playing on the G B A and the D S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go back to stuff like Final Fantasy Tactics and That's
1: Exactly what I thought immediately. Yeah,
3: yeah. and um Advance Wars obviously. Like those games were games that I put hundreds of hours in. I know. Well we got War Groove this year. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. But i want
3: advance wars i, <laughs>
0: I, I want little
2: andy coming out with his wrench, going don't dunch, don't dunch, yes. dunch, dunch, dunch. you can, you can get that you just have to play war groove on pc and use mods oh <laughs> well
1: hey if you want to see all of our game of the year choices and the people's award choices head to ign.com they're all in the top slots of the page with really beautiful art from our art team super big shout out to our art team for that because they look nice. beautiful Now, we also just learned about a ton of new indie games coming out next year, and some of of those games are available now. And there is a list, I think, what, 16 16 indie games that got announced? and
2: Either announced or talked about,
1: yeah. Yeah. Instead of going down the entire list and telling you each of them, because you can find a list of that on IGN.com, I wanted to go around and each pick a game to talk about. Mm. And we'll do this two or three times, depending on how long we take.
0: Are you looking at me to start?
1: I mean, you don't have to start. I can start. Okay. Okay. I will start... With Dauntless. I mean, you guys hey. assume that, right? <laughs> but um I did get to speak with the developers and with uh, one of the uh, PR representatives and see some of the new content. Because with the Switch launch, it is available now, came a bunch of new content and a new monster called Macarion. And it's like a big purple weavern that... Deals, it's electrified and uses shock damage, and it's a really interesting fight. And they included, they added new mounting mechanics for this monster specifically. And to get to this monster, you have to get high enough into the level of Escalation, which is a new roguelike game mode that was inspired by games like. Slay the Spire and Risk of Rain. I I knew where this was going, too. (laughs) I could
2: tell. Someone combined (laughs) Slay the Spire with Monster Hunter and Casey almost exploded. Oh, you're interested (laughs) in this, then, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I played Dauntless a ton when it first came out on the PS4 um, earlier this year, and it's now just coming to Switch. Um, I got up to Heroic Behemoths and then kind of fell off once I had to move on to some other games. Um, But I'm very glad that it's now out for Switch because when I travel... I can play a Monster Hunter-like game t- yep. to go, and I don't have to worry about bringing it's my also, PlayStations. It's
3: free to download it's right free now.
1: To, yeah, it's completely free, and it is not pay-to-win at all in any way, shape, or form. Like yeah. You'll get maybe some more stuff, and maybe some more... Um, cosmetics is a really big thing of um, how you spend your money in that game, but if you don't care about the cosmetics, it really doesn't matter that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really good, awesome experience. If you like Monster Hunter, but you don't like all of the tedious systems, Dauntless is a really good, like, light version.
2: That game is also, has set the bar in terms of cross-play and cross platform support if you play it it's available on the epic game store on pc xbox one ps4 and switch you have the same account across all four platforms you can play with other people on any platform uh and yeah you just can move you can be playing on switch on the go or i guess if you have wi-fi mm-hmm. on the go and then just like get onto your pc and keep pick up exactly where you were on the same account playing with people on anything so if you have friends who are already playing it somewhere else you, you can, can literally just them. start playing with them right away
1: And I, like I mentioned, I already had an account and I logged in and was playing with my old account in like five minutes after downloading it this morning. That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. it's
2: really, it's it's honestly, it is the thing that every one of these games like this, games as a service, online things, should be doing and can't do sometimes for technical reasons or can't do because it's too expensive or complicated or wouldn't get Hmm. used enough, whatever the reason is. But they just said, hey, we're just going to do it and they did it and they're doing it really well.
1: Very yeah. cool. So it's free to play. Check it out. Um, I tried it today and it was um, a little bit rough compared to like your PS4, or Xbox or PC experience, but Dauntless, uh, the Dauntless team at Phoenix labs is constantly uh, pushing updates and fixing things and improving the infor- uh, performance. And whenever they improve the performance for one game system, it goes across the board to all of them. Cause they're working with the same uh, game and For example, when I first played on the PS4, there was this one problem with this one monster, and it was kind of a meme, but they fixed it. So I have faith that they will fix and make it better as time goes on as well. But I think it's worth checking out. Sweet. Ryan.
3: Axiom Verge 2. Ah yeah. I'm just really excited that we're finally getting a Metroidvania on Switch. It's gonna be the first one. First <laughs> no, one. Um first outdoors medieval
2: looking no, yeah. not even
0: sci-fi. Medieval looking sci-fi Metroidvania. Probably yeah.
2: the first one. This is an interesting no, I, one. No. I can show you one after okay, this, fine. actually.
3: Which what's it called?
2: Uh that time spinner is kind yeah, of medieval I, futuristic. Yep. Oh
0: man, yeah. See, I was <laughs> trying to like
2: Wait, what? trying to
0: make the
3: category tight enough.
0: <laughs> you
2: guys thought I was kidding too, no. I could see yeah. that?
3: No. No the joke is that there are 500 different <laughs> metrovanias on switch and that you'll find one that falls into every category and art and art style and almost genre. Um, the uh, axiom verge is a really fascinating one person entirely developed this game. It's, it's completely evocative of the original Metroid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like straight up a, a gritty dystopian NES game in widescreen, on Switch. You can play it there. It's great. And the sequel looks like it's taking some pretty big creative liberties in terms of distancing itself from the original. It's not necessarily 16-bit. It's sort of... Yeah, more color, definitely, yeah. than the 8-bit look, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure how to categorize. We used to it, put everything in a different bit boxes back in the day, and I don't really yeah. know how, where to put this one. Um, but I'm happy that this game's getting a sequel. 9-bit. 9-bit, 12-bit, maybe? No. 14? Nine bit. Um, well, it's because
2: none of that okay. exists anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, but I believe this game is being entirely developed by one person again, which is really cool. And uh, it comes out in a year, or so
1: fall 2020. Yeah, mm-hmm. there will really?
3: be somewhere between 100 and 600 Metroidvania games released between now and then to hold us over. But uh, I'm excited to play this one again.
2: Check out the first one you if you haven't yet.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, I have to watch out that I don't pick like a artsy little bow tie game. Um, I away mean, you're from...
1: you're gonna pick Murder yeah. by Numbers. Right? I totally. This is an not indie
0: showcase. Show. This is this is Bowtie the show. You thought I was gonna pick Murder by Numbers, but I gotta pick Sports Story.
2: What I knew you were gonna do that. But
1: cross
0: is that the one you were you <laughs> no, were looking? Okay, I wanted you to do it. Okay, yeah. I didn't want to take it. Uh, well, it's Golf Story too. So <laughs> yeah. if you haven't played Golf Story, it kind of is a throwback to. Um, to these games you never, you, you haven't played in a long time, but like the 16-bit age of like games like Harvest Moon mixed with another, other genre. There was one, um, I think it was Marvelous who made it, uh, Legend of the River King. It was called Nushitsuri, this franchise that was basically a role-playing game, but at the center of it was fishing and like i fell in love with that game played it in japanese back in like 1990 1990- uh, something and so when i played golf story it was almost like a return to that where you had this kind of traditional looking rpg with lots of talkie talkie, and then like some sort of central gameplay element in this case golf i really liked that game like many people i never finished it because you kind of after a while you feel like you're doing the same thing and this golf wasn't so great um this one, sports story, they announced for a uh, middle next year, 2020. And it, it's not just golf. It has all these other sports types in it. Like, you know, you've got a little soccer and, uh, what was it? Baseball. Soccer, and baseball. Fishing volleyball. in it. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, you know, it's basically a 16 bit sports RPG. So you have like actual kind of sports game elements. And I, I actually think, you know, the 16 bit H was really get, great for sports and especially golf too. Cause like it kind of, refined the mechanics of hitting the ball at the right time and with the right angle and stuff. And, um, you know, a role-playing game on top of it. And the writing was really fun in the original, too. Yeah, so. the writing is really good. Yeah, really looking forward to
2: it. They, the VO said two things during this announcement, during the showcase. One was the Sporta Decathon is what yeah. you're in, so I'm assuming that means there's 10, 10. sports. Uh, but the other thing it said was it's more than just sports. It's also going to have, like, dungeons and espionage and... It's. It sounds really. Of course, weird. the world of sports. And that's exactly what, like you said, that's exactly what the original game needed. Right, was something to sort of shake it up as you got into the later hours of it. And this is. This sounds like they're just answering that exact question. With
0: yeah. Rules. It's. I, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like that is right at the top of my list right now for for top anticipated games for next year. Wow. Until they announce Zelda two and. Yeah. Mario Universe and all that stuff. It's you
2: know? also just really
0: cool. Luigi's Hotel
2: <laughs> Chain Four. It's just really cool to see a total indie game that is was Switch exclusive and has not gone to any platforms, other, any other platforms, getting a sequel. Yeah. like that's just we- like great. You don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. Y- usually these games eventually make it to PC or other platforms, or they just sort of release and then that's it and this is just like i I just like that this is a success story for this studio
0: yeah so that kicks ass. so if that's not your game what would
2: your your game game be um i'm gonna be weird here okay Ah, i mean totally unexpected okay uh i'm gonna honestly say talos principle okay the talos principle deluxe edition is a uh first person puzzle game that came out a while ago on other platforms, but it's out now this on Crow Switch. Pro Team made it, right? Yes, Pro yeah. Team made mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's one of my favorite first person puzzle games oh. pretty much ever. Like, like is it witness like or uh, it is Mistish? Uh, it is I was going similar... to say Misty, but I like where you went with that. <laughs> Mistish? Mistish? <Yeah>. No, <laughs> it's, it's closer to something like Portal or The Witness, okay. where it is very kind of uh, structured puzzles. Okay. But then when you leave these sort of puzzle areas, you are walking around this large space and exploring and finding all these audio logs. And it's just like a really weird, pretty game. Very cool story. Really clever puzzles. Um, it's just one that... Any sort of puzzle fans should absolutely check out, and this comes with the DLC that they released in the deluxe edition. So that's very very cool. Uh, there were a couple announcements like that, like the other, like Oddworld Stranger's Wrath is just another game that's just like, hey, this is a good game that's just out on Switch. That's and the it's
0: first cool. person shooter one, right? Like with the uh, burly stranger guy. It's yeah, not the it's, side a, it's a yeah, yeah. first
2: person, basically Western, Western shooter game, but yeah. in the Oddworld universe.
0: Super Mash looked cool, where you mash like different genres. Really, to- oh man, yeah. yeah. I thought
1: Super mash looked awesome, Look- and I also. Really like Skatebird. Skatebird skateboard. Skateboard looks adorable.
0: I it had a bird with headphones, so that yeah. obviously sells me right there. I
3: I never thought that we would see the day where the 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 bird genre or the skating <laughs> genre would be dead. Bird genre is doing great. You can thank yeah, Goose University. Game for this. Yeah. 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 And that like of all of all birds that this bird would bring it back and yeah. not the hawk himself. Mr. Oh, Tony. I see. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Murder Jesus. by the Numbers <laughs> M- Murder by Numbers you
0: brought up. That's that of cool. course a mix of basically Phoenix Wright and Picross. Yeah. And which sounds birds, glorious and it's the composer mm-hmm. of the Phoenix Wright music is and on board too. And it's
1: from the Hattiful Boyfriend developer which, yeah. is, which uh, is about Dating birds.
0: Weird thing. There was also Boyfriend Dungeon, which is another mashup like dating gym. Uh, da- well, I am s- sim
1: very and- excited about Boyfriend Dungeon. That's you, a
2: terrifying title. You find
1: weapons but, uh, and then you date them. Yeah. Okay. But they, like, they turn into people.
2: It's an actual dungeon crawler and then you date your weapons <laughs> in between the dungeons.
1: You can also um, have a, a, a single relationship and just have a cat. If that's your, if that's what you prefer,
3: that's, those are weird options. I love, data I, sword or data cat. I love these you Nintendo. You don't date your
1: cat. You're just single, and then you have a nice single existence with your cat.
3: Have you finished the game? I don't know if we can. Rule it's out not out yet. Not. It's you not
1: out yet. That <laughs> you could know be an what? option. Who could know? Who could know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a funny. It was a funny
2: indie indie world showcase because there was a ton of games, and they all look really cool, but. Mm-hmm. About half of them we knew about, maybe not on Switch specifically, and we didn't get many real hard dates. We just got a lot of release windows in mm-hmm. twenty twenty. It just sort of set the stage for next year. It's like, oh yeah, there's still a lot of cool stuff coming out next yeah. year.
0: Hey, Casey, before you go on, why does your Switch have a blue
1: <sighs> blue hair? Is it
0: blue tape? <laughs> or did you color it?
1: So, oh. Yeah, my the switch is in a bad shape. Um so both of the switches, the one the IGN one that I have and the one I bought myself <laughs> has hairline fractures on the back plate.
3: Because it's uh. bursting with game.
1: And this one I it fell <laughs> from <laughs> it fell from my couch onto the carpet.
0: Okay. So use the error.
1: But it's it's a, it already had a hairline fracture and the carpet mm-hmm. impact caused the hairline fracture to actually be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no okay, see, I have five cracker.
0: switches none of them are broken I don't, I don't know what you're doing
1: I don't know what I'm doing either I'm so confused and both of them like I said both of them have the little cracks and I don't know why
0: do you like how are you using it differently from the other children like
1: no I don't I really I don't understand I really don't know okay um but yeah and I uh, they don't sell official backplates and I have no idea how I'm going to fix this.
0: Oh I bet there you can definitely get uh, alternate backplates. You get a third party we, one. Yeah, can, it has to be a third fix party it. one. Yeah.
1: But it is fixable. I just need a backplate. There's some cool see-through
0: desk. ones. Yeah, didn't we get like a whole I might have an extra one. I'll check. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. We I would love it. to fix it. And the back is real-time, people.
2: This is back
1: not The backplate is
0: easy, is easy to fix because you don't have to disconnect. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, no. The backplate right? isn't attached yep. to anything. It's yep, just yep.
0: it's just a piece of All right. thing. I thought so anyway. you had like a custom mod or something.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, the custom was, duct tape mod.
0: Just <laughs> duct tape. Thanks, Casey. Back to your regularly scheduled programming.
1: With news. Hey, Hi. So speaking of uh, switches and apparatuses, and maybe it would cover my terribly damaged switch. You have a nice box in front of you, Brian. That's right, Please right here. Uh,
3: I have the Satisfy 2019 Limited Edition Grip, and we've talked about Satisfy before on the show. They make a really cool product called the Switch Grip or the Satisfy Grip, which you can place your switch into, which essentially gives. Uh, your Switch a lot more sort of weight and heft. Heft. Yeah, it puts big handles on the side and the thing on the back that makes it feel a lot more kind of comfortable. It makes it feel sort of like a gigantic Xbox controller or something yeah. with mm-hmm. the asymmetrical sticks. It- and Satisfy sent over their newest version, which is the 2019 limited edition. Uh, this goes for, I believe, $67. Yep. And uh, it comes with a big case. Whoa. Which a you can Blue use.
2: case.
1: And. It does. It makes your switch significantly more comfortable to the point where the one that I brought home, my fiance and I fight over it. Mm-hmm. So this <laughs> is what I'm getting him for Christmas. That's
3: right. <laughs> uh, and so the Don't case listen. has uh, tons of room for uh, games, <laughs> and I think you can fit twenty yeah twenty games in here. Uh, the grip Whoa. itself is awesome. It's a it's sort of a bluish color with uh, black handles on the back, and it comes with these things that Tom and I couldn't really figure out. They are oh, um, they're, they're rails there
1: to put your uh, extra joy-con on so they don't get lost oh
3: get i get it,
1: it. that's so
2: what i thought
3: what's funny about this sure. and if you're watching the video i'm actually terrified to do this
1: no no, no you're fine I don't you're
3: wanna... good line you fractures you can take one of these rails and you can make uh let's see Hopefully if you put it the thing. the wrong way around it'll be forever on it yes <laughs> no you can make uh the world's weirdest little switch controller <laughs> which is <laughs> Very beautiful. Um, so and so, yeah, cute. this case is huge. It's got room for all the stuff. It also comes with uh, little caps that you can use on top of the joysticks to give them a little more grip. And I don't know, some of the magical uh, stuff is see. in there.
1: There's a, yeah, the thumb thumb pads, um, controller rails, yep. USB It comes with a USB A to USB C cable.
3: Yeah, and what I like about this is that it's um, tilted. So. Instead of like dangling straight down while you're charging your switch grip or your switch, um, it's kind of off to the side, so you won't have that cable hanging there. Um, Satisfy has been making really cool products for a while now. We've covered them on the show before. They make one for the Switch Lite also, which to me was a little interesting because it, it it definitely makes the size of that thing bigger. But again, if you're mostly playing in handheld mode, which on Switch Lite you mm-hmm. have to, <clears throat> uh, and you want something a little more comfortable. I, I really dig what these guys are doing. So this is the Switch Grip nice. Pro. Um, it's got a little more, we've talked about it before, but essentially the Switch hovers a little bit better inside of it. So there's a little more breathability and it doesn't scratch up the sides kind of like the original one did here and there. Um, so yeah. Casey, enjoy. Merry Christmas. Well,
0: Brian. Now, to for the important part, uh, folks. If you place your order right now at the one eight hundred number below, Shh. we will throw in an extra gift just for the next twenty minutes. You get your own, your very own kit to make a macrame owl. So place your orders right <laughs> now. This seemed, like, this seemed like a QVC special. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. Well. well well, just to clarify,
2: this is they, they sent this to us, but this is just no, like no, you guys actually just like this. Yeah, this no. is just, I'm just kidding. This <laughs> is not a sponsored segment. Yeah, yeah,
3: no. Um, this is one of those things that it's like we really like them. We've championed them on yeah. the show before. They're a small team. They're a small company. Um, and anytime anyone sort of is like, what what are ex- what accessories should I get for Switch? I always tell them get like a good carrying case, get a good screen protector, um, and get a Switch grip. I really like that case. It's it's super nice. I honestly
1: yeah. I, I hate playing my Switch. In in bed without the switch grip now okay like, it just is so uncomfortable without it like there's I got actually, to be a like, better way <laughs> <laughs> i know this 1-900. sounds so bad but honestly no. like i i didn't think i needed it until i brought one home and, and used it for a while and now i just don't want to play without it which is why i'm buying another one so that we don't have to fight over it no it's
3: it's <laughs> like it's honestly for me I'm, I'm in the same way it's it's one of those things where uh you don't really realize how important it is until you use one for a while and for some people who just want like a portable system that they can throw in their pocket obviously this is not going to be for you but if you play handheld mode a lot while you're watching tv at home uh switch grip pro check it out nice
1: so also next in news is finally the final update to shovel knight travel treasure trove shovel knight treasure trove um, did you get the new Amiibo pair? It's on
0: the way. It's on the way, Yeah, but my, not here yet. My order was delayed. A Wait, which uh, one? The gold one, and then there's the
3: three-pack the three pack that's, that's been actually, delayed
0: for 19 years. Those Remember are actually that? coming out. They're yeah. coming. The gold they're, one they're is, uh, yeah, uh, both of them are on the way now.
3: I saw yeah. I saw those at, it, it was literally PAX West 2017 behind yep. a glass case. It's so strange. They're finally, wow. It's so strange that they exist, um, but I, I'll take it. I I gave a gift to myself this morning by remembering that I bought a treasure trove at the switch launch and forgot that that is, just this like fun box that keeps getting updated. Yep. Yep. And so I had the King of Cards and uh, Shovel Knight Showdown just downloaded for free basically this morning.
1: And that could be you too if you also bought Treasure Trove. And uh, Shovel Knight Showdown is it's kind got of...
3: got to be a better
1: way. She's Should I switch departments, guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, Shovel Knight <laughs> Showdown is um, kind of Smash Brosy, uh, like brawler, fighter, and King of Cards is the final story, right? Yeah. I think the, f- the fourth one?
2: Fourth and final expansion in this, at least for now or whatever. Which yeah. I thought was just like a bow tie card why, game. Why do we gotta say use bow tie as a derogatory <laughs> word here? It's just it's a it's, I'm starting word. to take it. A, a it's personal. a term of endearment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes, it is uh, <laughs> I'm the sorry, Tom. fourth and final game. It's okay. Starring King Knight, uh, just like the other ones were like Plague Knight and uh, Spectre Knight, and then originally Shovel Knight. Um, and we gave it, uh, we reviewed King of Cards, we didn't review Shovel Knight Showdown, but we reviewed King of Cards, and Mitchell Saltzman gave it an 8.5. Um, I played a bit of it, and I had kind of similar thoughts to him. The funny thing is, we went into it expecting very different things. He thought... It was just a Shovel Knight campaign, and I thought it was just a card game based in the Shovel Knight universe, and the answer is it's actually sort of a mix. It is, if you just like Shovel Knight for the Shovel Knighting, it is that, right? It is one of the longest Shovel Knight campaigns they've made to date. Mitchell says it's really fun. He really likes King Knight's kind of unique mechanics, but then also in the middle of that, there's this kind of... Final Fantasy VIII triple triad-style card game that you can play to get these things called merit medals, which you then use to upgrade some of your powers. That sounds cool. Uh, So, and the the card game is, Mitchell and I kind of came to a certain, sort of agreed, the card game is good, but it feels very, like toothpaste and peanut butter sort of weird combo of like these don't really like neither are bad on their own but they are just sort of weird to be forced together like the way I described it was like uh, and, and then Mitchell used in his review is like it's as if in The Witcher 3 if you hit, like, a level cap, this is what he was saying, is if you hit a level cap in The Witcher 3 and the only way to break through that level cap was to play Gwent, <laughs> and it's like, okay, like, Gwent's fun, but this right. is kind of weird that me do And that might appeal to some people. And at right. po- that point, the card game is completely optional within uh, King Cards, it's just if you want to get super, like much stronger, you have to play it. And so it's this sort of weird thing, but none of it is bad, right? It's still Shovel Knight, and those guys do not make bad games, evidently, and mm. it's still really, really fun, and probably Shovel Knight fans will still get a real real good kick out of it.
1: All right, moving on. Uh, we There's some rumor that MLB The Show could be coming to Nintendo in the future. Um, I don't know a whole lot about this. I know Logan Plant, our production assistant, added this, but um, MLB and Sony made a multi-year deal and maybe multi-platform as soon as 2021. And Nintendo of America subtweeted the announcement with a baseball emoji.
3: Yeah, uh, Xbox did as well. This is Mm -hmm. pretty big news because this is historically a uh, PlayStation-owned studio or a Sony-owned studio that has been making PlayStation-exclusive games for a long time. But the walls... Around what the word word exclusive means are are starting to crumble across the entire industry, which is a great thing for gamers. This could be
0: right, the MLB basically saying, yes, we want to re-up a licensing deal, but we don't want our games to be confined to one Mm -hmm. platform. Right. Mm -hmm. That's you had to
3: go to the PlayStation to play you know MLG, MLB games like this, but. yeah. And so on on the PlayStation side, uh, we've like seen this. with PlayStation now this year the walls getting torn down mm-hmm. a little bit with uh, stuff like God of War ending up on PC being playable there. Um, but in terms of them making games that will appear on other like competitors hardware yeah that's pretty much never happened yeah and it's exciting yeah it's very exciting yeah i mean we're starting to see with xbox a lot right we've gotten a bunch of like uh, once exclusive xbox darlings have popped up on switch Mm -hmm. and so i think that maybe this would have been a thing where we'd be theorizing about but the fact that nintendo that their official twitter account like quote tweeted this announcement with a a baseball emoji shows that like this game will definitely come to switch ken griffey is back (laughs) yeah yeah
1: Also, speaking of sports, if you're into fitness, uh, Ring Fit Adventure Play Experience is coming to malls in the U.S. from December 13th to the 29th. It's only a couple of them, but if you're interested in playing Ring Fit Adventure, you can go to Arrowhead Town Center in Glendale, Arizona, Memorial City Mall in Houston, Texas, Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota, Los Cerritos Center in Cerritos, California, Tyson's Corner Center, Tyson's Virginia, and Aventura Mall in Miami, Florida. Um, So, yeah, you can go check out Ring Fit Adventure. Where's Cerritos? I don't know.
0: Is that East Bay? No,
3: that's El Cerritos,
0: sorry. El
1: Cerritos, yeah, that's a, It's I don't know. I, I'm not sure.
3: I'm going to look it up. I've lived in California so, for over 10 years, and every week somebody names a place here that I didn't know existed. Oh, sorry,
0: well. cerrito We're
1: looking it up. Yeah. But hey, uh, that's it. That's all the news for that. Um, but Reggie will appear at the Game Awards this year.
0: LA County. Thank you very much, <laughs> Mr. Borba. <laughs> Reggie why, will be That's at the why Game we Awards. don't know.
1: We're in North California. We have, no yeah, we have
3: no
0: idea. But
1: yeah, Reggie will be at the Game Awards. Geoff uh, Keighley tweeted that Reggie will be a presenter, and Reggie tweeted, my body is ready. I don't he, know what he'll be presenting. He but. apparently
3: has never missed a Game Awards before. Wow. Or, you know, in, in some capacity presented something. Um, but what's interesting about this is that Reggie is no longer directly affiliated with Nintendo. But... He can probably still come out and unveil the release date for The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 and Link's Awakening 2. There's no way yeah.
2: they would use him us <laughs> as a spokesperson. <laughs> yeah, that would be great, though. Frankly, but. I'm mad about it. What? I just want to sit down and retire. I'm totally kidding. This is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so mad at me. God, Tom so joke. sassy today.
0: <laughs> wow. wow. Tom has never uh, been mad at anything. That should have tipped you <laughs> off. Gosh. You're wearing the smart glass smart uh, boy glasses yeah, and, and you didn't notice yeah.
3: <laughs> well he got me he tricked me So this there's just... a dumb man under these glasses <laughs> oh, oh, that's the big secret
1: oh gosh that is just about it for news um now on to games out this week tom is there anything that jumps out to you
2: uh the main things that jumped out to me were ashen mm-hmm. ashen is coming out uh or i think just came out for it's 40 on the eShop. uh this was a it's so easy to say Dark Souls inspired, Dark Souls like, but this was a game that kind of takes after that, except with some town building elements to it. You can you have a sort of home base that you advance as you go. Uh, this was a really cool game that kind of went under the radar a little bit this year or this year or last year. I can't remember mm-hmm. now. Um, but it's it's a neat one. Ashen, you should check it out. Uh, we don't. I haven't played it on Switch, so I don't know. I can't speak to performance, which is always a question with games like this, but. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a, definitely a cool one. There's some other cool things. Kalawar as Gunslinger oh, is yeah. out. That's a, that's a port from 2013, I think. Mm-hmm. Like but the that's... only competitor to Red Dead back Kinda. in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: This, uh, that was one of those franchises where it was a thing for a while until it wasn't. Yep.
2: There's also a, a really cool steampunk shooter called uh, Jamestown that has an older game, but Jamestown is finally out on Switch and, and is another neat one for people who like shmups
1: i i still don't know how i feel about that word uh, (laughs) me too
2: yeah it's loaded
1: we are running slightly short on time because we actually have to be out of the studio in 10 minutes oh um for
3: for podcast beyond yes oh i'm on that we can wait okay (laughs) (laughs) sorry Dornbush.
1: well guys what are you guys playing
3: uh i started playing the tourist Oh. which I feel like we all kind of collectively slept on. I think the entire industry did. This was one of those like sort of Nindie darlings, uh, very kind of colorful voxel-y artwork that uh, this, this game just kind of quietly released uh, earlier yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. And I feel like everybody just sort of skipped it. I don't know what happened there. I actually went through my inbox. I couldn't even find like a press release or anything. Um, and I really dig it. It's, it's, uh, this is Shinin, right. The yeah. German team. Yeah. Which it's like, they are, they are technically ho- amazing. Yes. Which I'm, uh, the, the file size for this game was like obnoxiously small and it's like one of the prettiest looking <laughs> games on switch. Huh. I saw digital foundry did a breakdown of it and it, they called it like one of the sort of more beautiful technical games on switch. It's got a lot of sort of similar DNA to the links awakening remake make in mm. terms of um setting and also like your mysterious island i mean you're wearing a party shirt and not a tunic which is a little bit different <laughs> but um it's even got that sort of like d- you know distance blur effect which is done in this game without uh crashing the frame rate constantly <laughs> which i dig yeah. um and yeah it's it's sort of it, it's sort of like this like whimsical adventure game with uh some mild puzzle and combat elements and it's about six hours long. Uh, yeah. and I'm probably about halfway through it. But I really, really like it. It's twenty bucks. It was totally
0: under my radar until you brought it up and a few N V C fans have, you know, tweeted it at me and mentioned it as well and, and some IGN commenters as well. Thank you for that. Uh it looks really cool. I, I watched a video of it. I was like, this is going to be a game i'll buy over the christmas break yeah
3: keep put it on your wish list i have a feeling this is going to be one of those games that gets like either a price drop or a good like a you know a permanent price drop or a sale or something there's always eShop sales over the holidays uh so keep an eye on that Uh, you don't need to rush to buy it right now unless you're starved for games which you're Mm -hmm. almost certainly not (laughs) um but yeah the tourists keep an eye on it
1: nice what about you pair
0: Uh, I played a lot of games on other systems for Game of the Year and all that, but I did uh, find some time in the last couple of days to finish Luigi's Mansion. Uh, Finish as in have most of... The collectibles, but not quite all of them. There's still booze uh, left haunting the walls of my hotel. Did you
1: know, if you're having trouble finding everything, there's a really great wiki guide. Is there a
0: wiki? wiki not yeah. be a better way. Tune in to ign.com. <laughs> okay, um, but I I like it's a I, black and white video of hair falling off. I, I've talked about this <laughs> at length, so I'm not going to bore you with 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 booze. that. But it's it's such a well-made game. It's so good. Um, every level is unique and I, I just, you know, even uh, some bosses are hit and miss, but there's some really cool ones in there as well. And then when I finished the game, you know, credits run and you go back to an older safe and I just, you know, grabbed my youngest son and said, Hey, let's chase down booze together. And then we're playing two player co-op and it works really, really well with Mario and Guigi. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a wonderful game. It's about, you know, a good 20 hours of the campaign, yeah. I think is where I clocked in. Um, like, if you had told me this was made by Nintendo's in-house Mario team, I would have believed it. It's just so polished and beautiful. And, uh, I hope they continue with this franchise. It comes out of Canada, in case you don't, you didn't know. It's not, um, developed in Japan. I always see people commenting saying, yeah, but Nintendo, uh, directed it. And it's like, I think the influence from the Japan team is fairly small on that game. I think that
2: team really is that good. Yeah.
3: Whatever you tell Go Canada.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. I started playing a game this weekend that, I completely missed which I'm really upset about called Hero Land which for those of you who don't know and this is going to come to as a shock to a lot of people is the new game from the director of Mother 3 what?
1: huh? yeah yeah, so I didn't know that. Not Shigesato
0: the, Itoi. That's the game designer. So the, Oh, no, no, that's Mother 3. That's right. Sorry. the director, Itoi is the old one. Let me... Yeah. Let me
1: yeah.
2: Someone else Google this. Yeah. Brian, you Google yeah. this while I talk. Yeah, Hero Land is a new game. It was called Hero x Hero in Japan, and it just came out in the States. It is out for Switch, uh, and it's from the director of Mother 3, and it's this adorable little RPG where you are a tour guide at a heroing, adventuring amusement park, and guests come to the park and want to go on adventures to kill fake monsters. Hmm. And so you build a so like party. like a Westworld. Yeah, kind of. It's basically <laughs> like Westworld, but for for RPG heroes. Okay. And you build a party of guests, and then they fight automated. Like, you don't do anything with them. Is except you PC or on Switch? It's on PC, it's on Switch, and okay. I think it's on PlayStation I as well. found
1: the information. Wow. Yeah. It includes Mother 3 art director Nobuhiro Imagawa.
2: Okay. There you go. And it's I it's it too, but she,
3: she was... She was better,
2: yeah, so and and <laughs> you look way. at the characters, you like you can look at the character art and like it it looks like earthbound characters That's right awesome. like it and the the whole idea is that you influence the game, you influence your party by like throwing healing items at them or just maybe making suggestions about what they should do, but you are just a tour guide, and then you they level up by getting their own experience and then also through friendship levels, uh it's really adorable, it is pretty rickety, I'll say, like the u i is just terrible Mm. just really bad and the tutorialization is really not great but the localization is really funny a lot of the writing is really funny the game itself seems pretty cute and i'm excited to play more of it nice so it's the art director of mother 3 not not the specific game director okay well that's my mistake but yeah it's it's the, the influence is clear there in that regard and this, it's, this game only just came to steam like five days ago so yeah I, I think it, I think it's on switch like a week ago so it's mm-hmm. yeah it's like really it's very very recent and it's uh it's one that I think nobody realized was a thing and now it's out and it's cool it's worth looking at interesting sweet
1: so we I want to do question block
2: oh okay.
0: you didn't want to give us the slay the spire update of the week
1: I mean I'm still playing fire emblem I'm still playing okay. Pokemon I'm still playing slay the spire and like that's it no news no news there um <laughs> but we do have some question block and I got this one from Leo Wright who wrote into NBC at ign.com and I missed this one last week. So the other week we were talking about Ring Fit Adventure as a family game being nominated for the Game Awards and we said that it, I want to play it with other people it's kind of like a thing I do in a room by myself and I shut the doors and hope no one looks at me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a, same. Don't look at me. But uh Leo Wright wrote in to tell tell us that um he and his kids these five kids um and his wife they all play together and he says we've had many evenings where we play ring fit adventure as a family we do the mini game mode and all of my kids love trying to beat my high scores we each get a turn and then pass it on. I know you guys were disgusted by the idea, but is it really worse than sharing equipment with sweaty gross strangers at the gym? <laughs> it's yeah, a very, good, right. it's a super good point. And um, it's much cheaper than buying a bunch of gym memberships that you, we can all work out. Um, and he also mentioned that they all play Luigi's Mansion together, and only three of them will play Smash together. Hmm. And they also had fun making Mario Maker levels uh, for each other at first, but since we, they already had... They're filled with the original, and since the multiplayer doesn't really work right, they don't play it very well or for long. Um, So with all of that in mind, um, he'd say that Ring Fit would get first place, Luigi's Mansion would get uh, second place, and Smash would get third place as far as best family games for the Game Awards, based on a very large family with children.
0: I think, Leo, your kids five. Uh, Your kids are, are probably cute and small. (laughs) and uh, my kids are large no, my my teen uh, well tall. You can't. Call uh, your kid no, I have teenagers now. They're stinky. <laughs> that's
2: why it's gross. He uh, relatively speaking, that a, large.
0: Actually, uh, actually, I, I I would love to see. Uh, I'd love to see if I can challenge them and get them to uh, to play
3: this game. Uh, they haven't shown any interest in it. Maybe that's the biggest issue. Because they they I mean, they probably have great metabolism. They don't need. I don't. My son I is eat, rail I thin. And, and, and
0: if, like he he just wants to every day eat like three. Big Macs and yeah, fries and Johnson's Ruggins and, and all of that.
1: that? Yeah, huh? right? Can that be my I assistance? had that when
0: I was 17, too, and then it went <laughs> away. I've never had that. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool, though. I, I love it when you find a game that may not look like a family game to everyone, but mm-hmm. uh, that works out. And Luigi's Mansion in two-player is just really fun.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm also always happy to be shut up by someone who clearly has more experience and yes. knows better than me about something like this. Yeah, so, so thank you for writing f- it. Yeah, thank you so much. It's five
3: more kids than you do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have yeah. a cat like, that, that, that you counts. Know. Or, I'm kidding. Yeah, that, that we know. <laughs> I have one kid,
3: and her gym membership is killing me. It's thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. Yeah, personal trainers, everything. Does she just roll around? She's a year and a half. She (laughs) she just rolls
0: around sideways. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough workout for today.
1: (laughs) And then one more question. This one is from Ritus Tetis. He says, do you think Kid Icarus should have another chance this time on the Switch? Yes. Uprising was highly underrated, in my opinion, and should have a sequel.
3: Isn't it insane that that game has never been... Revitalized. I totally way. Yes. No, about it. No. Because Kid
2: Icarus is bad and uh, should go away. Wait, really? You guys are easy today. It's like, I'm uh, always a trick.
1: I am always easy to trick. Tom. I always believe everyone. I, still, I don't so, have a crazy fondness.
2: Like I don't have like long standing love for Kid Icarus. Mm. But I do think I do agree with the idea that Uprising was underrated and it is fertile ground for new ideas, especially in this way.
0: It's like they could actually remove the hand cramp feature. Yeah. If they put it on Switch. Yep. I mean, that was my biggest issue. Honestly, I didn't think it was comfortable to play. And like, I thought it was a, a quality title. Like they obviously put a ton of time into it, and like I just couldn't give it the attention it deserved because my hand was like I really had like it strained my hand.
3: It's it's a weird franchise. I, I mean, the NES game Even was sort of an, an RPG platformer. There was a Game Boy game that was mostly just a platformer, which mm-hmm. wasn't as good, and then the the weird 3DS one, mm-hmm. which you know shipped with a giant plastic peripheral. That's right. But because of that. Uh, Pit and Palatina are in Smash, and you couldn't imagine those games without those guys Or the levels. And Dark Pit, yeah. And I so- can
2: imagine Smash without Dark Pit. I'd be happy about it, to be honest. <sighs> it's salty, salty.
1: Salty marks. Salt today. To do, yeah. man. I gave you a cookie I this you. Don't you, don't you, you. Want, How about I, that,
2: huh? Here, I'm going to put this out in the world because you got to take your shot. You know what I want out of the next year at Chris? Give it to Platinum. Give Platinum Kid Icarus. No. Make it a crazy, wild action game where you're killing demons. That'd be cool. The last one already was that. They did that already. Did Platinum do it?
3: No.
0: Those guys are kind of. There
2: must be. I'll make it. It
0: sounds good. (laughs) I bet they're not done with it. (laughs) But I always say that about F Zero, too. And Captain Falcon's been hanging out in Smash games and not getting a new game either. Yeah, right? Get
3: Sega. Call them up. Make another hard, uh, impossible. Amusement Vision is long gone. I agree. (laughs) How (laughs) about Turn 10 though?
1: Got
0: to be a better way. Huh.
1: Well, hey, Pear, Tom, Brian, thank you so much for joining me on Nintendo Voice Chat today. This is going to be my last episode for the year.
3: Oh, what? I know. I thought you scared me there for a second.
1: <laughs> I know. My last episode. I have scared multiple people with that this week, mm-hmm. saying this is why? my last day in the office until January.
3: Okay, but <laughs> why? This has been an extremely gullible hour, hour <laughs> <Yeah>. of my life. <college. gasps>
1: um, I well, I'm going back to Florida for the holidays, oh. but my friend is getting married this Saturday, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay. Florida. Florida. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah you so. make some nice turnips
1: yeah turnips
0: go uh go, go, go get some public subs
1: i will absolutely get holiday edition public subs they are my favorite public subs to do, get What do they, put do they have a, i'm on. so excited <laughs> do
0: they have a turnip one? no
1: it's um it's their everything bread with turkey and uh bacon Alligator. with um cranberry orange chutney turnips. and mayo uh, and it is my favorite
3: sounds very pub good. sub okay
1: and I'm very excited
0: to come and eat PubSubs. Send us a picture. Uh, I will. We'll tweet it out to the okay. Nintendo Bring back
3: some sandwiches again. the
0: game. I
1: can't bring back sandwiches. They'll be it's bad. It's illegal. Not with that Just attitude. do it anyway.
3: We can take yeah. pictures of them and make fun of them and stuff.
1: Yeah. Don't make fun of my pub subs Anyway. I'm going to make fun of a month old sandwich. <laughs> what
3: happened in the last two minutes
2: There's got episode?
3: to be a- Oh, there's history here, Tom.
0: <laughs>
1: turnips anyway thank you so much for watching i really appreciate it you can catch nbc every thursday at 3 p.m but in this case it's going up early on wednesday at 3 p.m happy early holiday season yay uh thank you for watching
3: casey since it's your last episode of the year i just want to say thank you on behalf of the audience and the staff for being so awesome on the show this year
1: thank you so much brian it was a
3: busy year for you and you still Uh, made time to seriously uh, keep the show most
1: of the time i try (laughs) thank
3: you no thank thank you guys guys. it's been super fun Aww. I guess we'll do some train wreck of an episode without you.
1: Nick. No, oh, yeah. it'll be oh, great. <laughs> I, I'm, leaving, I'm leaving the show no in the capable scr- hands of my co host It'll be fine. Just keep keep tuned in. It'll be great. It'll be wonderful. Maybe even a surprise on the week of Christmas. So you should Ooh. definitely tune in that week. But uh, yeah. What? Thank you so much for watching. And remember, this is the only place you can.
0: Get The thing. The thing.